I think getting that confidence and getting out of your head can be one of the first steps and one of the things that you kind of need to do before you can even listen to these steps we're going to tell you about ways to get yourself in front of the camera because you might know all of the ways to get yourself there you just need the confidence and the reason why and the push to do it to like not care so much Hey, welcome to the Memories Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping busy families learn how to document their everyday lives using easy and consistent methods. I'm Danielle Lang, and I'm a chronic overshare. I like to put my life on the internet, in journals, on social media, and in people's memories. Memory keeping is a passion of mine. I would even go as far as to call myself an expert. I'm a wife, creator, sister, and expecting mama who runs a successful production business with my husband where we do photography, videography, online streaming, digital product creation, and more. And this is my co-host, Katie. Hey, I'm Katie Echelbarger. My love for memory keeping started with a bunch of old photo albums spread out on the carpet of my childhood bedroom. Sifting through all the old photographs was like having tickets back in time. I love the conversations it gave me with my family and that I could hold some of my favorite memories in my hands. Now, as a wife, mother, and professional photographer, I'm passionate about helping others capture and preserve their most treasured moments in life for generations to come. We're here to teach you tried and true methods that we've picked up over the years of how to document your everyday moments when life just seems way too busy. We talk about our personal lives, the lessons we've learned, and all of the mistakes we've made along the way. Think of this as your one-stop shop for mama gossip, photographer tips and tricks, real life fails and triumphs, and your final reason to whip out the camera every day. So pull up a seat and get ready to laugh, learn, and document your family with me and my best friend, these two weird gals who are obsessed with memory keeping. This is the Memories Podcast. Welcome to the fifth podcast. Hey, if you haven't already subscribed, you definitely should. Subscribing to our podcast actually helps us continue to grow and share information about memory keeping with other people. So if you don't know how to do that, if you're on Spotify or iTunes, there should just be a button, especially when you go back to like our main page. And we'll give you a moment to do that. So do that do now. now. Do it. Yes, subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast. Okay. Okay, you're back. So we've (laughs) talked about so much of the foundational elements of memory keeping already. First, we covered figuring out your why, then gave you the first steps for getting started. We talked about our favorite apps that help you with memory keeping and even got down to the nitty gritty of backing up your data with last week's episode. I hope it wasn't too boring. <laughs> we tried to make we that one fun. We actually made it pretty fun. This one is a lot better though. This is this is talking about being in your own photos. Yeah, so it's super important to be in your own photos. We both actually have some examples of times in which we wish we would have been in that moment with the photograph or the video more. The first one that comes to mind for me is actually most recent, and it has to do with our vlogs. My husband and I, we've gotten pretty good about getting ourselves in front of the camera since we are vlogging, and we've done it for over four years, so we're used to turning that camera around and talking to it, but there are still times where I'd wish I had been in the shot. One of those is really recent, like I said. It's when we were doing our reactions of telling everybody we were pregnant. Obviously, the camera was faced on the person that we were telling, but I really wish at the same time that the camera had been turned around and faced on Trevor and I. We do have multiple cameras, so we totally could have done this. And the first thing that comes to mind is when we told my mom, we had two cameras in the car with us when we drove over to my parents' house, and I just told Trevor to leave it in the car, the second camera. But I really look back on that and regret and wish that I had had him also have that second camera so that you could see my face as I told my mom because I 
I was super excited, super happy. The smile on my face was so ornery and so huge because I was telling her the secret that I'd kept for like almost a month. And I wish that some of those clips would have had my face on it as well, not just the person we were telling because those emotions that from my end would have been so special to have documented too. Katie, what example do you have? I'm just still thinking about your your reactions video. Would you have was, liked was, to see my face though? Oh yeah, it would have been good. I I I absolutely just loved all of your family's reaction. That's I a love perfect your, video. I love your sisters <laughs> so much. Just everybody in the video, uh, except for me, which I wish I was. <laughs> you don't like this is in this the video? is this podcast. I, I've I don't know. I should have been not in my pajamas, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. That's literally what we're talking about today. And that's one of my things I'm talking about. Anyway, okay. So mine is more of just the everyday moments. Like being a mom, I am always the everything for everybody, including the one that takes all the photos. Plus, I'm already a professional photographer, so most people are, aren't really ready to just jump in and be like, hey, do you want me to take your photo? Because they know that's my jam. So when the moments mm-hmm. are happening, I just always think of how precious and bittersweet these moments these moments can be and can be in the future. And it just reminds me that I need to be in this photo um, or these videos with my kids, not only for myself, but for my kids. Like when they grow up, I want them to see me in all these things with them. Just like how when I look back now at old pictures of me when I was younger, um, I love seeing my mom and dad in these videos. And I'm like... Yeah, mom wishes she probably was skinnier and dad was probably skinnier too. I mean, who cares? (laughs) But I mean, I don't, your kids and like, I don't think that. I don't, I don't look at them and be like, oh man, they were, they were so fit or, you know, we we just don't think about that. We think about like mom, like our safe space. We think about, you know, all the good things. We don't, we, we see a person's soul and not like what they look like. Yeah, so it's obviously super important to get yourself in front of the camera because we're here not just to document the lives of others. We want to teach you how to document the lives of yourself and your family. So not just your family. We want you in that too. Like you you are your family. It's, it's a whole, which includes you. So this can actually be one of the hardest things to do because it's so easy to just like pull out your camera and take pictures of video of the things around you. But it's often a little bit of work to turn things around and do it yourself. And some of you guys might already be saying all of the reasons in your head why you don't want to do this. Yeah, so some of the reasons are, number one is that people don't like the way they look. So sometimes, you know, we, we're caught off guard. We don't have any makeup on. We're still in our PJs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're tired. Oh gosh, there's just so many reasons. And honestly, you you could you could come up with an excuse. I mean, you can always come up with an excuse for anything. Um, number two would be that, you know, you have to put forth the effort to be in your own photos. Like sometimes you come home from work and you're just tired. You're like so much easier just to pull out your phone and be like, oh, I'll just take a picture of you and not have to put forth the effort to be in it yourself. Yeah. And then another reason is kind of what we touched on earlier is just not feeling perfect in that moment. Um, Not just talking about like the way you look, but maybe like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. So not just like throwing some makeup on or putting on nice clothes, but like changing the way you look 
as a whole or waiting for something to change that might just take like months to happen. And I think that that can be one of the most detrimental things because all of us want to change something. I would say like, I mean, of course we all want to lose weight and we all, oh, like my roots are really grown out. I should probably get my hair done before I get a picture, like take my picture. Um, or my eyelashes aren't done or my nails <laughs> yes, aren't done. Or- yeah, exactly. And then we'll never actually get those things done or take the time to um, put in the effort that it takes. And we'll just keep putting it on the back burner. And that's not what we're here for today. So today we're definitely here to talk about getting yourself in front of that camera and giving those reasons why that it's, it's super important. Not only that, but when when you finally, if you finally do make it to that point where you feel like you are perfect, those moments are going to be long gone yeah. and you will not be able to get them back. So one story I can kind of touch on of when I didn't really want to be in photos or videos, but kind of force myself to um, because I knew it was more important than just my thoughts in that moment was this past summer. So... Um, I have two little girls, if you don't know that already, Um, Emma and Allie. They are three in, oh gosh, Emma will be six in June. That's so crazy to think. Um, But yeah, this past summer, we they love getting in their bathing suits and going out and swimming in the little kiddie pool and then running around in the sprinkler. Um, Then they have like a tree house and a little like little kiddie tower. So, but um, this past summer, we had some like little cheap water guns and My husband came home and him and I both threw on our bathing suits, which is a rare occurrence anyway, (laughs) to go out and run in the yard with them. And so I took my, my camera out and I'm like, Hey, I'm like, go, go ahead and go run around the yard with them and like shoot them with water guns. I love it. They'll like giggle and laugh. And they did. It was awesome to document him running around and chasing them and then their little giggles and squeals. And while I was videoing him doing it, I was like, Katie, you need to be in this too. Like you need to do this. And all I could hear was my thoughts saying, oh my God, Katie, no, you have like gained 30 pounds since having children. Um, Your bathing suit probably isn't the most graceful to be running around the yard in. Um, And I I probably don't want to watch this video back. But I kept thinking, you know what? No, I'm like, my kids are going to love that one day they can look back on this video and they know like mom played with us. Mom ran around the yard with us and played water gun fights with us. Like, how cool is that? Like, I just, I love that. So, you know what? That was the thing that pushed me. And I did. I had my husband document me running around the yard with my kids, squirting them with water guns. And I loved it. I loved it. It was actually even like a freeing feeling. Just like letting go of all, all the, I don't know, like just the doubts in your mind. And yeah, I did watch it back. And I mean, it wasn't the most attractive thing to watch. <laughs> Not gonna lie. But it doesn't matter because I know when they're going to look back one day, they're going to be like, our mom was the coolest. She ran around yeah. the yard with us and didn't just sit at the table and just watch us. Like she played with us and that's what matters the most. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the motivating factor for a lot of people listening to this because we are talking to all you mamas out there and we understand that, you know, you might not feel the greatest or always look the greatest. I mean, you're a busy mom, <laughs> but Thinking of your children is like one of the most important things. And one way that you can cycle back on this is just like thinking about like your pictures you have of you when you were a kid with your mom or dad. I think that that for me is like a huge 
huge thing in my mind because my mom, love you mom if you're listening to this, complains a lot about her weight and she talks a lot about it when we talk about pictures or anything like that and I always just think like, no mom, like I look at these pictures and I don't see her like body type or her changes that she's made over life. I look at, I look at these pictures and I see my mom and I think that that's something that all of our listeners to think about should think about too is like we don't like think about people that way the same way we might think about ourselves so just remember that when you're documenting yourself is like yeah you might see all your flaws because that's just the way we are but all of these other people are going to just see you for you and be like this is this is Katie this is Danielle like yeah she's rocking it with her kids running around her yard like that's awesome and i think that your confidence in doing this more and more will shine through and people won't see the insecurities that you see because you won't be showing them because you'll be just documenting yourself and having fun yes and i i love that so much and I, and I mean, my mom says the same thing about her buddy, love you, mom. Um, but <laughs> we all love all the moms. <laughs> we do. We do. And you know, it's not always, it's not just for moms either. Like if you don't have any kids yet, this is for you too. Just like Danielle said, you know, we, we all want to change something about ourselves probably. Um, but no matter what your flaws, your friends, your family, um, the people who care about you the most, they're not, they're not seeing all those things. They're seeing mm-hmm. you, they're seeing you like, exactly. The, you know, the soul of who you are, the person you are, they love you for you and not what you look like, not, you know, the flaws. Yeah. So we wanted to give you guys a little bit of a pep talk about why that's so important, because I think getting that confidence and getting out of your head can be one of the first steps. And one of the things that you kind of need to do before you can even listen to these steps, we're going to tell you about ways to get yourself in front of the camera, because you might know all of the ways to get yourself there. You just need the confidence and the reason why and the push to do it, to like not care so much. And confidence. Confidence is the key. (laughs) Like I, (sighs) it's so hard because like, I, I think that with us vlogging for the last four years, I can speak about this a lot because we do kind of radiate some confidence when we vlog because we we just have been doing it. And and when you fake it, like you're super confident, other people feel that. And they're like, yeah, like she looks good because she's just out here like being herself, like rocking it. And I think that's part of, you know, getting behind the camera is just like feeling confident because people feel that confidence and they'll know and they won't care either (laughs) because you don't care. And it's cool because I think the coolest part of that of that is that your confidence is going to spark someone else to be more confident. That's awesome. That is exciting. Mm -hmm. Like if I can be confident in front of the camera and kind of show off that I'm playing with my kids, if I can instill in another person to give them just an ounce of confidence so that they can be in their own photos, that's a win for me. Yeah. That is 100% a win. Yeah. So work on your confidence, ladies and gentlemen, everybody here listening. It's important to just like get that confidence, push those reasons of doubt out of your mind. And now we can move on to those four simple steps to get yourself in front of the camera. All right. So the first one of the four simple ways you can get yourself in your own picture is to take selfies. (laughs) I I feel like we need a (laughs) selfie stick right now. Uh, You know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please Google a selfie stick. Anyway, but take a selfie. Um, We all have this selfie feature on our phones. So turn the camera around and take a selfie. I take a ton of selfies with my my kiddos for sure because 
honestly is because usually they're curled up in a ball like right beside me and I don't have any other option and I want to capture their cuteness. Um, but yeah, take a selfie. Take a selfie with your husband. I can't mm-hmm. tell you the last time I took a selfie with my husband. <laughs> um, I, should, I should probably do that. But take selfies. Yeah. And, I, and she joked about selfie sticks, but I think that they're really fun too. And they kind of document something from like a larger scale. Obviously, you can get more in the picture when yes. you have selfie sticks. So I actually love selfie sticks. And I am like that taboo person that will like bring them out all the time. And I think they're kind of funny. And so people will like get in your picture because you have a selfie stick. You're like, get in here, get in here. And they will because you have a selfie stick. Um, but yeah, just take the selfie. Another way, though, if you don't have a selfie stick to get like a lot in the picture is to use a mirror. So number two, use a mirror. This can be done with photo or video. So in terms of photo, it's kind of just a different form of a selfie. So um, oftentimes mirror pictures can capture a lot more in the frame. So that's why you'll see people doing like outfit pics and things like that. But it doesn't have to be like that. Obviously, they're not going to look anything like professional family photos. Usually, you see your own camera in that. Um, But if that's what it takes for you to capture the moment and get yourself in the photo, then by all means, they're my favorite type of picture. Like, I don't care that you're just taking a picture in the mirror. If that's what it takes for you to get like your kids next to you, get a full body pic, that sort of thing, I think that mirror pics are the best of the best. You can be creative with it too. And actually yeah. it's funny because you say a mirror picture and I instantly think of every night after bath time, our little three-year-old, she loves it when we scoop her up in her towel and we look in the mirror and make funny faces. <laughs> I don't know why, but I love it. Have it's, you ever recorded it? I have actually. Yay. And I have <laughs> taken pictures of it just because she's so smiling, so cute. But yeah, I would have never thought to take pictures in a mirror but that's the one thing that comes to mind yeah I think that it doesn't really matter if that's your only way to get yourself in front of the camera then do it (laughs) I agree but speaking of video you can definitely hold your camera up in front of the mirror and use it just the same way as you would to take like a mirror selfie Um, but in terms of video I'd actually recommend using the the mirror a little bit differently so If you can't see the back of your camera and you don't have like a flip up screen, maybe you want to use your fancy DSLR, then set your camera down somewhere or like on your table or something and use your mirror to see the back. That's another way you can use a mirror to like utilize taking a picture of yourself. I have never thought of this so far. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I need to utilize this. All right. So the third one would be to ask people to take a photo of you. This sounds super easy, but a lot of people don't do it just because they (laughs) don't want to ask or they for some reason think they'll say no um okay also, but pause yes pause okay on tell me how many times somebody's like asked you to take a picture and you've been like Psh, i don't want to take your picture for you like so many times when i'm out and about if somebody asks me to take their picture i'm like heck yes like give me yeah. your phone i'll take your picture for like, you yeah you, you three of you <laughs> yeah give me all your phones i'll take all the photos yeah i love it i don't mind one bit and i think that's most people so don't worry what strangers are gonna think because most of them love it Yes, but also definitely um, make sure that after a stranger does take a photo, make sure that it's actually in focus. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. All I can see right now is that meme. You know that meme of like that grandma holding that point and shoot camera up to your face and like flashing herself. Oh, it's like backwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of know your clientele, like who yeah. you're asking to take your photo. I mean. Oh, if you're asking like a teenager, yeah, I'm sure they can rock I'm, it. They'll probably put on some <laughs> filters or something. That makes but, me sound so old right now. <laughs> But yeah, ask your husband, your your wife, your parents, your friends, strangers, 
Heck, ask your kids. You'll get some pretty interesting photos if you ask your kid to take a selfie of you or a photo of you. Um, and don't be afraid to ask. These moments are too precious. Mm-hmm. You, you never know what's going to happen. So just just don't. Just, just don't ask. care. Just yeah. ask. I yeah. mean, what's the worst they're going to say? Um, I'd rather not. They probably won't ever say that, but mm-hmm. still. Yeah. And I think a lot about like going on trips and asking people. Oh, yes. You're only there for how long? You're only going to be there once. Ask those people to take your picture. (laughs) So at least you're in it and it's not just your husband and your kids or whoever you're with. Well, and then you want to take the photo back too. Yeah. Like if you're going to take my photo, be like, hey, can you take my photo? I'll take yours. Like Mm -hmm. that way they would love that too. Yeah. I'm sure they would. And then number three of asking people to take a photo of you is to hire a professional I know that me and Danielle both actually hire professionals um, like ourselves to document our lives. I actually went to Kansas with Danielle a (laughs) few months ago um, to document her uh, husband's side of his family. And then a few months before that, I was in Indiana and documented her and her side of her family. So we're hiring professionals all the time over here. (laughs) And I've hired multiple professionals myself to come and document our family's life. And I don't regret it one bit. Because I don't want to have to worry about it. I don't want to have to worry about setting up my tripod, getting my kids to cooperate for like three times the amount of mm-hmm. time it takes. And I just want to enjoy the moment with my yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So what's the number four, four way? Yeah. So that kind of goes along with that. Use a tripod. So you mentioned hiring a professional so you don't have to. Hiring a professional is like literally the easiest out of all of these methods. But... When you got to do it yourself and when the moment is just happening at home, you're not going to hire a professional. So one way you can do that is to, number four, use a tripod. There's a little bit of gear that you need. So the tripod has to take some thought. So you need to have a tripod. It's an absolute must for shooting your own photos. And you can get some really inexpensive ones that'll do the trick perfectly. We'll link a couple in the show notes of ones that we either have or think would be great for this situation. I have a professional tripod that I can use for like my big camera, but I also have a tripod that has a ring light on it that can come on and off that holds my phone. That's like super compact. And we recommend getting one that's adjustable and allows you to fold it up for easy transportation. So that's like what that one that I have for my phone, it can go up so small that my husband doesn't mind just holding it in his hand and we can go for a hike and take that little tripod with us. So definitely shop around, find a tripod that's good for you. You need a tripod. And then the second thing you're going to need is your phone or a camera. So if you already have a DSLR or hobbyist type camera, most are enabled with Wi-Fi nowadays, which means you can use an app on your phone to control your camera. I think both Katie and I's cameras do that and it's super nice. It is so nice. And it honestly, it took me a few years to actually realize that I had that feature (laughs) on my last camera, which was, I figured it out and I was like, oh my God, this is a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's so nice when you're trying to do pictures of yourself because you can see on your phone what your camera sees Yes, and it makes the whole experience so much easier. So if you guys have a newer DSLR or camera at home, most of them do that. So definitely check that out. And if you're looking to buy one, I don't think you can buy a camera without it nowadays. Uh, like a DSLR, yeah. Definitely make sure that it has it though, because that's a feature that I would say is almost a must, especially if you're a busy mom and wanting to take those pictures of yourself at home. Oh yeah. However, if you don't have a fancy camera like that, no worries. You can use your phone. 
I recommend just trying to use that back camera as often as possible, even when you're taking pictures of yourself. So if you're throwing it up in a tripod anyways, get get it set up the way you want it to look, um, but just use that back camera. So you might not be able to see your screen, but if you get it set up, that shouldn't be an issue. You're just going to get so much of a better quality picture from the back camera. The front-facing cameras have gone leaps and bounds, but they're still not like near as good as the back camera. I mean, I'm looking at my phone right now and I have three freaking cameras on the back. So obviously (laughs) the back camera is going to be better. So that's just something to think about when you're putting in that tripod is just use the back camera. And then if you can get yourself a cheap Bluetooth remote. The tripod that I have, which I'll link in the show notes, like I said, the one with the ring light actually came with a little Bluetooth remote. So perfect, but get yourself one of those cheap ones. They're super cheap off Amazon. They just Bluetooth to your phone and you don't have to keep running back and forth from your phone to set up like that selfie timer, which only lasts like three seconds. And then you have to go back to your phone, push the button again, take another picture. If you have the Bluetooth remote, you can just like click it and whatever. So using a tripod is super helpful and really nice. Um, and you can even do it in your home. So if you're sitting and watching like a movie with your kids, that might be a fun time to document that moment. And your kids aren't going to care. They're probably just going to keep watching the movie. (laughs) But you have this like cute picture of this moment where you're all cuddled up with popcorn, the whole family on the couch, and you can snap a picture with a tripod. Oh, I love that idea. I, you know what? I, I don't even have a Bluetooth remote for my phone. I honestly didn't know that those existed. Yeah. They're really one of them. They're super easy. And a lot of times you can hide them in your hand. So you can't even like tell that you have it. Very true. I am adding so many things to my Amazon order this week. (laughs) We will have everything linked down below. So if you guys are like Katie and adding a bunch to your Amazon shopping cart, we'll make sure to have everything linked so you guys can get some stuff too. Absolutely. We're going to share all the tips and tricks with you guys. (laughs) So a little bit about how we do it. Um, So Danielle, how do you, how do you do this then? What do you use? So we use tripods a lot. So in terms of like photo or video, video, all of our vlog cameras have a little mini tripod on them at all times. That's how we hold our cameras, but then we can set it on tables. We make our own like little makeshift, like taller tripods. Cause these are like, I'm talking like five inch little tripods that we have on our vlog cameras, but you'll see us no doubt stacking up things, making our tripod taller so that we can get our vlog camera up higher. If you ever see us in the store vlogging, we're, we're setting it on shelves, like talking to the vlog camera. (laughs) So tripods are definitely a must for video for us and also for photo. So I have a couple of tripods, like I mentioned earlier, and we love to use them. We love to get ourselves in front of the camera and tripods are a best friend. And then the second way that I would say the majority of our stuff is done is by hiring professionals. Obviously, there have been times where we've used all of these methods, but tripods and hiring professionals are my ways of getting myself in front of the camera. Katie, what about you? Mine is D, all of the above. (laughs) Um, I've used everything. I've used the tripods. Um, and yes, what Danielle said, if I don't have a tripod, you know, the off chance that I left it at the studio or I don't have it with me, there is no doubt that I, I have drugged tables, like little <laughs> Ikea tables out in my backyard with like baskets and boxes and stuff to make it high enough for whatever I'm doing. If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> people just, have balanced things on. Lots oh of gosh. Things. <laughs> oh yes. Just be careful. Obviously. Like you really don't want your, your, especially if you, if you have a nice DSLR camera, you really don't want that falling. So common sense. Um, 
but yeah, I take selfies all the time with my kids. Um, we, we have other people take photos of us. And then obviously, yeah, we hire professionals too. So there's definitely a way to get yourself in front of the camera in multiple ways. And as we always say, it's not necessarily the method that you use to get yourself in front of the photos or in front of the camera for your videos. It's more important that you're just focusing on it. You're doing it. You're being confident and you're putting yourself in front of the camera. We've given you four methods today, selfies, using mirrors, asking other people and using a tripod as some of those solid methods for getting yourself in front of the camera. But no matter how you do it, it's just important to include yourself in those important memories and have the confidence to get yourself in front of the camera. Okay, so this week's challenge is for you to take one photo with yourself in it. And I know this sounds really easy, but we're going to push you. If you if you want to do more than one, do more than one. So while taking selfies is an option, try branching out and doing something a bit different that forces you to document your life in a way that maybe you haven't before, such as using a tripod or using a mirror mm -hmm. or asking someone to take photos of you with someone else. Um, but also just be sure to include yourself. That's the main goal here after all. Be in your own photos. Yeah, so I'm so excited to see you all getting yourself in front of that photo, maybe posting it and tagging us on Instagram yes. so we can see you completing the challenge. Tag us with yeah. the Memories Podcast. Yeah, the hashtag. We have a hashtag. <laughs> hashtag the Memories Podcast. And we'll see you guys completing this challenge. Um, and in the show notes, we also link our Instagram. So if you want to give us a follow and actually tag us in the photo or in your caption or whatever, we would love that. We would see you guys completing that challenge of getting yourself in front of the camera. It'd make me smile so much to see you guys posting those things. Anything with following anything <laughs> on our podcast. If you just post it, use the hashtag, the memories podcast. Yes. So next week's podcast is super exciting. We actually have a guest. Our we first guest. <laughs> we'll be chatting with Katie from Chasing Vibrance. Not the Katie sitting here with me. A different no, Katie. Katie. <laughs> she has a website, chasingvibrance.com, about how you can use blogging as a form of memory keeping. She is super fun. I love her. You're going to love her too. So don't miss next week. And we will see you guys later. Yeah. Bye. bye.